Some places promise you a change of scenery. Others show you the world in a whole new light. Take Isla Morada. Between the brilliant sunsets, azure skies, warm, clear water, and endless activities, including legendary sport fishing and diving, Isla Morada will take you places you've never been before, in more ways than one. For more about Isla Morada and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash Isla Morada. Yo, yo, I go by the name I'm of Pharrell, pusher. from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher. The world, the world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Hard, Jonas Clark producing, Sam spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, and today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you visit their website at hazelskyonline.com. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the sports grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines as usual. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks in the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. So if there's anything over the weekend that's sports-related that you want to bring to the airways, feel free to do that as well. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at Sports Grind, and you can follow Mike at Hardball Harge as well on Twitter or interact with us through the show through Twitter. And don't forget, we're streaming now on Facebook Live, so you can join in on the Facebook stream as well. What's up, Mike? What is happening? Grandma gets to keep her crib, bro. Grandma gets to keep her crib. You get to keep you. the crib? Yeah. Yeah, I told you Cabrera <laughs> was going to hit 500. I told you. Yeah, we keep track on the show. So good call. I text you over the weekend when yeah, I saw yeah. that. I was like, hey, man, Arch call that is done. Miggy's done. We definitely got to talk about it. See who's next. Who's up in line yep, next yep. in the home run? We'll get to that and go over that. What's up, Jonas? What's up, y'all? How you doing? All right, man. Ready to go. Mr. Sam's? How we doing, fellas? All right, man. It's Monday, so um, you know, let's get off to a good start this week. Coming off of a lot of things that happened in the sports world this weekend, we got to get into. Um, as Hard just alluded to, we got baseball news as well. Yes, Miggy's going to the 500 Club. Uh, we'll take a look to see who's next. Uh, he kind of said in the press conference, like, "Yeah, you know, it was kind of getting to me." He goes, "I'm kind of glad that it's over with." Uh, you know, and I keep forgetting, and, and and they went to, I think it was at Fox or maybe it was ESPN or no, it was MLB Network. I was watching. They went to the, like in the clubhouse afterwards, of course they celebrate. And I keep forgetting AJ Hinch is over there. I've, right. I totally forgot he was over there and right. giving the speech. Like, Hey man, thank you for allowing to be a part of this. You know, he's naming the guys, watched them pass by. I was like, all right, AJ's over there. I forgot he was over there, but yeah, props to Miggy, man. Props to him. 500. OG in the game. He's been in the game for a long time, and that's how you get there, though, longevity. Longevity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
for him to be able to hit the baseball the way he does. And by the way, he has one of the purest swings that is out there. Hmm. And I, I saw when he was 20 years old, hitting home runs straight away center field. And he's still doing it to this day, man. That's a talent. Nice. Also, baseball-wise, um, the Rays take down the Sox over the weekend. That was an interesting series. Um, also took note, the Padres are just slipping. <laughs> They're just slipping, man. They better be careful, man. I don't know. And you know what, Harge, in my opinion, um, if for some reason they don't get a hold of this, and let's just say they don't even get a wild card spot or anything like that, this is automatically to me, and I'd have to think hard, but this is going to – I keep saying the Giants are the surprise team from this year this way, but if they don't get a wild card spot, this would have to be one of the biggest disappointments of of the season because there was a lot of hype about this team coming in i mean of course with their rival the way kind of went in the postseason we played the dodgers uh you know to tease all this kind of stuff they you know they've been spending money the last few years but to not make i didn't have world series expectations for them not but if they find a way to don't get one of these spots that's going to be that's going to be pretty much uh something to talk about in my opinion in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, most definitely. But you also got to take into account that they went through a lot of injuries this year. Okay. Tatis missing big game stretches. Um, they still didn't know who Machado. Do we even talk about him anymore? I mean, Good they, point. you think about that. I mean, Profar, who was supposed to be a superstar coming up, he kind of fell off. They made some trades that you thought was going to make them push over the top. You're right. It this definitely will be a disappointing year. If they don't get in there, they're one game out of the wild card, but they're 13 games out of first place in the West. Hmm. 13, and they yeah. were in the middle of it. Yeah, that that's one of those that, uh, especially since the All-Star, I mean, you, if you look, like I said, what the Braves have done since the All-Star break, and also, man, another thing we got to bring up, I know you brought them up, we brought them up briefly, but uh, Joey Votto, man, I mean, this guy, because it, not it's not just the fact of the home runs, it, the amount of home runs he's hit since the All Star break, like 17, 18 home runs or something like that, uh, which leads the majors at that point since the All Star break. But it's it's affected the team in a positive way. Uh, oh, you know, the Reds are right there scrapping as well. Uh, you know, four spot in a card, and Joey's just one of those that I mean, I'm not, not that I don't like Joey. I've just never Joey's just one of he's a weird cat, man. He's just he hasn't been too much in the media. I mean, he's gotten paid a years ago. He's went at it when one of their play by play hosts and rides his ass up there, and since he's so Joey's boy, he's smoking though, and that it, I, and I won't say it's flying in the radar, but it's. It hasn't got that much attention, um, as you would say, uh, you would think, a guy that has on that pace after the All-Star break. But um, we'll see. Joey Bats. What you got, Sam? I think he had I think he had one game, I mean, one uh-huh. week where he had eight home runs every game. I mean, he had one every game hmm. during that streak. So people see him, but they're not jumping out of the way for right. Them, you know that, that's that's yeah. kind of what I'm saying. What'd you have, Sam? Yeah, hard. What do you think about the Padres firing their pitching coach this late into the season to try to spark some kind of change? I I, I really don't like the Padres' upper management. They, mm. they, they've they've had some things that they've done in the past, and even their head coach. I mean, their manager. Remember last year, he was mad at Tatis for swinging three and zero. Oh because he was playing against his friend who was managing. I'm like, dude, you got to get over that. Them unwritten rules that we talked about before. I thought it, to answer Sam's question, though, I thought it was rather strange to do it at this point. Yeah, I did At too. this point in the season. Like, what are you going to do? Bring up the minor league coordinator 
to come in and, and work with these guys. I mean, well, what, I could understand what that. Are you doing? I could kind of understand that if the Padres rotation was full of a bunch of guys that came up through their system where a minor league pitching coach actually had more familiarity with them. But all these guys are bought in as, you know, brought in as flyers, free agents, trades. It's not like they have a deep connection with the organization anyway. It just feels like a panic move to me. Hmm. Oh, most definitely. Like he was saying, like, uh oh, people are talking about us now in the wrong way. We might need to make some changes, make some shakeups. Yeah. But then again, you're going to shake. What what are you waiting for? This trend has been happening for quite some time now. Hmm. You know, so if you were going to make a change, you should have done that. Well said. Also, uh, coming off this weekend, we had fight weekend. I know that I said I wouldn't really care too much about this fight. Didn't until I found out, until Jonas told me where I could stream it for free. And then I was able to go <laughs> ahead, <laughs> just keep it real, It was able to go ahead and watch it. And like I alluded to, even though I had no you know, plans to watch this, I told you on Friday, Pacquiao's still fighting because his entourage is bigger than MC Hammer was. And Pacquiao got lumped up and he needs to call it a day. That's, I mean, that's that's it. I mean, and this is a good opponent. Nothing taken from the opponent, but I haven't seen Pacquiao. Like, I've watched quite a few Pacquiao fights. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying he's like Floyd. His defense, he's taking some hits over his time. But I've never seen him consistently get lumped up like this and be in a fight to where the punch, those stats that they keep, the punches that he's landed compared to his opponent has never, I've never seen it this far disparity. And that's for the time. Knocking on the door, say, hey, Pacquiao, man, I know you're a good guy, you know, and all that, but it's time to go ahead and call it a day. That was a domination. I would have, yeah, he he did not. And this was a guy that took the fight late, too, don't forget. Good point. Because he was supposed to fight uh, Spence. And yeah. now all of a sudden, you got to get somebody to fill that card, and then he comes in there and lumps you up. Man. I, I would have hate to see what Spence would have did to him. And it's like by the sixth or fifth round, it came to back. Let's pan over to Pacquiao's wife. Let's get her reaction as her, her husband's face gets pummeled in. <laughs> like, they wouldn't leave her alone. They kept standing over there like, look, like, yeah, man, she lives a life of a professional boxer. I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to see that. But I'm like, oh, well. But, yeah, he needs to be done. He's out. Also, um, what else do we have over the weekend that was in the news? Miss Johnson, our track star, our, our, our track lady, I guess, ran her first race after being Shakari Richardson. Yeah, yeah. Miss Richardson. Yeah. I'm sorry, not Miss Johnson, Miss Richardson. But you know what? I saw it, and uh, but it was it was dead last. But I could have told you that she wasn't beating those Jamaicans. I mean, I saw what I saw in the Olympics. Right. I mean, Deion Sanders tweeted out like, hey, they got any eligibility left? You know, I mean, they, <laughs> those girls are fast. I, I knew she wasn't going to do that. Right. But you could tell like she's in that mode where she might be the next one that we've got to coddle because you can tell it's getting to her because she's like, I don't care. And, you know, I'm still one of the fastest people in the, you know, this and that. I'm like, hey, man, you you showed up. I don't know if you were prepared or not. I don't know about finishing dead last, but that's uh, – that's not a good way to make an interest on there after what you got suspended for. I don't for. think she, I don't think she, I don't think she was prepared for that. I think too, a month off from running against your peers that you know, you know as well as I do, the speed of any game, you got to be out there, right? Regardless. Mm. So let's see where she is in the next race. I wasn't expecting her to get dusted like that. I was like, was she running backwards? Because the way the yeah. way that the Jamaicans left Man. her, they were like. They were, they were fast. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they was running through them. They they were fast. Also, yeah. uh, college, 
I know in college, uh, the Big Ten, uh, they have released their guidelines, their forfeiture guidelines, I guess, because of COVID. I mean, it's nothing really new. I mean, the you've heard other conferences uh, take this stand a little bit. I mean, but I guess, you know, what difference 12 months makes or 18 months? Because before last year, we were kind of like, hey, you know what? We're going to be patient. If it's that, we'll wait. We'll reschedule. These people now, man, AD is like, yo, man, we got the vaccine. We ain't wasting no more money. It's like y'all ain't y'all ain't y'all come up dirty and positive. Y'all just going to take an L. We just we just keep it on. And and I'm still going to be interesting to me on how this really plays out when the first teams, I don't care what conference it is, whether it's Big Ten, SEC, Big 12, the first teams that actually have to forfeit a game because of an outbreak. I'm still going to be interested to see how that plays out, but we'll see. We're almost there, man. College football season is about to kick off here soon. But when we get back, we're going to dive right into the preseason action, and the boys still remain winless in preseason. And I'll tell you exactly what I'm taking away from this game against the Texans and really what we've seen through three preseason games that they played when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. We'll be back. Oh my gosh, back at it again. In the kitchen, whipping, I'm rapping again. Whipping. Keep on playing, then I'm stabbing your friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back here on the sports grind. 736 9760. Orange is crazy. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Beto's. Beto's, if you're looking for an alternative to Mexican food, Beto's is your place. They're celebrating over 20 years of serving great food here in San Antonio. Don't forget, now they offer brunch seven days a week as well, too. That is Beto's official sponsor of the sports group. All right. So, preseason. The boys. Okay. And I'm prepared for this every August. Oh, it's preseason. Calvin, stop it. Oh, yeah. But this is where I make a lot of my assessments. And sometimes, not all the time, but they come out pretty accurate most of the time. And I'm going to tell you this. Uh, they've played one. Them and Pittsburgh have played one more preseason game more than anybody else. And um, that's what they played in the Hall of Fame game, right? Pittsburgh? Okay. So they yeah, played one yeah. more. Them and Pittsburgh played one more game than everybody else. And I'll tell you right now. The Cowboys are their death is horrible. Okay, if they suffer a lot of injuries this year, um, and as long as it's not to Dak, I'm not saying that it will be as bad as last year, but their their depth is horrible. And and honestly, like outside of the linebacker position, that's probably the only position that their depth is not really that bad at, but everything else is bad, and this is what preseason shows you, man. You can look at it, all these preseason games. The teams, that whether they're sitting starters, whether their starters are playing a series or two, the teams that are continuing to win and basically go and continue and really like in a fashion, those are teams that are real depth to guys that are even going to be cut not making it. But the position, credit to Harge, the position that is really depth booty, okay, is the quarterback position. That I mean, you know, how long has how long has Rush been? How long has he been there in in the backups? This has got to be at least his third year, fourth. Sam, he he even got cut, and they brought him back. He went somewhere else and played, and then they brought him back again. Yeah, and the and the only reason why I'm bringing this up 
and and I'm going to give the Florida hard after this, but the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because the other part of this take is somebody's lying about Dak's health. Somebody's not telling the truth. And, and I think it's coming out. It's leaking from the same place, which is something, somebody in that organization, whether it's a trainer, a janitor, whatever. There was two different reports released this weekend in regards to um, – you know, well, Dak supposedly's health is the shoulder, whatever's worse than what they thought. They don't know if he can make it through a full season. And then automatically Dallas got a wing to that or whoever leaked that. And then the rest of the weekend, ESPN making sure they know Dak should be available for week one. He's going to be good. I don't know, man. There's just so that's the reason why I'm even bringing up the really the bad part of this is the quarterback because I don't know who to believe whether this shoulder thing is nothing, just soreness. If there's something else, we don't know. Because keep in mind, hard before I give it to you, they did they did lie about the well, they didn't lie. They just kept it under wraps about the second surgery, and to that revealed that in episode one's a hard knocks. But again, what is your am I totally wrong about this, or what is your take? What's your feeling on this? There's there's always that chance that you are right, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that just just because I'm saying it because there is some ways that people do kind of stretch the truth and kind of lie about what the situation is, and you know this because it goes through reports. Everything mm-hmm. you do, you got to report it to the uh, injury report. Remember, they got Tom Brady for not having been reported all the injuries that he had, and people got in trouble for that. So when when this is all being played out. I personally, from the people that I've talked to, I don't believe that Dak's shoulder is the way that everybody makes it out to be. We'll find out more this week because they say he's going to have more practice time this week. He's still not going to play in the game, and we'll see how it fills out. And I'll I'll take it back to even further. I'll take it back to Ezekiel Elliott. Zeke is not playing at all. They're not even putting him in the game, which is kind of crazy to me. But I did watch, when I was watching Hard Knocks the other day, they were in there tackling and doing the things that they needed to do. I've always said this, and I will continue to say this. If you want people to know what's going on or you want to be able to do something, you have a way to have Dak in the game without having him throw any passes. You mm. have you could put him in the game and just put him throwing these little dump passes where he's not getting hit, quick releases, little screens, shovel passes, all that stuff, if the Dallas Cowboys wanted him to play. To your point, everybody keeps saying there's something more, there's something more. I talked to an orthopedic surgeon the other day specifically about this comment, and I said, it is customary for you to have two MRIs. One, to see if there's something wrong, and two, to see if it's healing properly. Because you can still do it. You can't x-ray a ligament. Mm-hmm. You can x-ray attend. I mean, you can uh, MRI tendons. So for me, I'm just going to wait and see. But lastly, your point about the backup quarterback position, hot, hot garbage. Mm. Hot garbage. And if the mm. fact of the matter is Cooper Rush has passed my man Garrett Gilbert at this time, oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. I can't deal with it, man. I can't well, deal with it. It hurts me. Hey, man. You, I mean, and and you look at, I mean, because there's teams that are really, you know, take some pride, I should say, or some importance to that backup role, and I, and it kind of amazes me that they would go through three or four preseason games now and see that. And not only that, they're coming off of a year that they lost their starting their franchise quarterback for a whole year. So, 
there's something that probably needs to be done, you know, I mean, because you really can't go in with a division that's ready to be had for the Dallas Cowboys. You can't go into a season with knowing that if he had, and I'm not saying he necessarily doesn't have to be out for the season. I mean, he that could, something could happen and he could be, I mean, he's been durable up until last year, but something could happen just to put him out four weeks, three weeks. Right. That's three or right. four games. I mean, this ain't 162 games. This ain't 82. We got 17 games this season. You know, um, yep. that's just the thing. And Judge Miles is checking in with us, which he's kind of been on point with his streaming activity, but he's checking in and saying, stop it now, <laughs> Calvin on Dak. What are you talking about, Judge? I'm just reporting. I mean, don't kill the messenger, man. I've been in Dak's corner more than anybody on this show for years in regards to even defending a cowboy. All I'm telling you, their depth is bad. Their second and third string guys are horrible. And the quarterback position, which is the most, because at the end of the day, if Dak has to miss any time this year, whether it's three weeks, four or five weeks, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. Period. No lies told right there. No lies told Period. right there. You are 100% correct. That, that's and just, I'm nervous at this point if we don't get a backup quarterback. Just because of what you just said. The last time we had a good backup quarterback was last year, and that was Andy Dalton. And the only reason why I say it was last year because the – best backup quarterback that we had was Tony Romo. Mm. Mm. And he was undrafted. Yeah. Let's not forget. I feel you. We'll get more into it. 736-9760. When we get back, speaking of Andy Dalton, I got to talk about that and that team too when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. They're a great company to work for, do a lot of things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... Um, yeah, so that said, but Dallas, I mean, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens, but that's... Um, you know, again, the depth and everything else. And, again, I, my concerns is still Dak going in to uh, face a Todd Bowles defense um, with no preseason whatsoever. Okay? Um, that's that's my opinion on that. But moving on to the other team. Speaking of Andy Dalton, um, Bears are in a tough spot right now. Nagy and the GM um, are really fighting for their job. But, you know, looking at uh, the Bears' couple preseason games, and I brought this up last year, and I brought it up a lot on this show. Um, I think Trubisky, 
<laughs> who came and gave their ass the business. Like, they game plan for that preseason game for Trubisky <laughs> during the week. Like, hey, man, we gonna, this might be the only time you touch the field this season, but we got Chicago. We're going to game plan it like it's a wild card game. They kicked their ass. <laughs> and and, and the, the thing of it, it marched up all down. Chicago's in a tough, and I said this last year when they had Trubisky. Trubisky got a lot of flack, but the Bears' offensive line is booty juice, man. It's horrible. Okay, and let me tell you something. Do you do you start Justin Fields because he's mobile and he better fit than Andy Dalton sitting back there a statue? I don't know because there you know, like I was telling Jones during the break. Yes, he's probably his style fits them more, but this ain't the Big Ten, man. There's line, but he gonna play some linebackers that's gonna run four two or four threes also. So do you want him to take those hits? I just feel that the Bears' offensive line is probably gonna be the story this year. They look really bad, and this situation between Andy Dalton and Justin, I mean, because Justin has gotten off to some slow starts, but he's bounced back. Andy Dalton, eh, he had a good pass there. They got dominated that game, but the story to me is how bad the Bears' offensive line is. They're, they're, that, that concerns me. I mean, I've seen, and I'm not saying I'm going to go, you know, David Carr, but we've seen quarterbacks, man, that you get hit too much in that early season, it can play dividends and work with you to your career, you know, uh, longer. I think Justin's going to be a hell of a quarterback in this league. But if I'm if if I'm the bear if I'm bear fan, because Nagy Nagy knows he has to win. So it, you know, if he looks at like, hey, Andy's a statue back there, he might pull the trigger on Fields, but he keeps saying we want to see what Andy's going to do in the regular season in this offense. Okay, Andy's going to be running for his life. Well, Andy's that's gonna be running about it. If, if if you're gonna if you're gonna game plan and you're gonna scheme properly. You don't want him sitting in the pocket. You're going to have some rollouts. You're going to have some things that he was not going to be. Play action pass. I mean, we'll get into Tua. Tua, that's all he's been doing. They've been play action passing for Tua the entire time to be able to hold those linebackers so he can have a little bit of time to go get the ball. Good point, I think a lot of it has to be about the scheme and how you get a ball in and out of a quarterback's hand. You can't let him get back there and just get beat all to hell, like you said about David Carr. Remember, David Carr was never the same, and he had so much talent. He was never the same because it was like you were talking about Pacquiao. He was punch drunk. Mm. My man couldn't bob and weave. He wasn't quick enough on his feet. No. Yeah, that's a problem. They got to figure out a way to scheme enough to get the ball, like I was saying earlier. Just screen pass, dump pass, get it out of his hand so people will back off and they won't be blitzing him all the time. Because you're right. They are hot garbage on the line. Hot yeah, man. garbage. I mean, it's because eventually they're going to have to address that over the next few drafts. I mean, unfortunately, the guy that they moved up in the second round to get, the rookie offensive lineman, he's got back, probably had back surgery, so he's done for the season. Uh, so they have started to try to address it. It's just fortunate with them, bad luck. But that's one of those situations where you have a head coach that knows he's coaching for his job. Because uh, I don't, I really don't think Nag is going to be the guy that's going to see it through with with Justin Fields. I mean, regardless whether he starts Andy Dalton, they win the game. They would have to really surprise some people and win some games this year. But that's that's kind of how I uh, feel on that. Uh, moving on, speaking of quarterbacks in preseason, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I was a big Jimmy fan. I didn't have a problem with him getting the money. I thought they got a steal on it. Um, of course, injured. You know, a lot of people, even the year that they went to the Super Bowl, lost to Kansas City, a lot of people thought the 49ers got there by a run game and defense anyway. But Jimmy Garoppolo, through two, a couple preseason games, looked like a guy that he knows the front office and quit on him and don't believe in him. 
He, you know, you these are professionals, but at the end of the day, they're human. And I've been saying Jimmy's auditioning for 31 other teams, but I'm just telling you, Jimmy's body language and his swag, um, it just doesn't seem there, man. And Kyle Shanahan is like glowing, trying to, you know, temper himself about, you know, um, their rookie quarterback in trade. But it, it's one of those that look. And he, and he shows some signs that he's still young, but when I look at that run system and that scheme Shannon got, I'm like, man, I don't see how – and Jimmy just doesn't have that confidence, man. It, it comes down to when he knows that he's not the guy there anymore. And you can go out and try to say, hey, they can name me the starter week one for the first three weeks a month and I'm going to get my shot. But if you know and other guys and your peers in that locker room looking at like, hey, this is the kid they gave up three first rounds for. Your like your leadership luster and your confidence, I think, gets zapped out of you, and that's and that's Jimmy G, man. I mean, the 49ers, they're getting a lot of people back healthy. Uh, they're going to be, they've got a talent to compete to win that division, even to go back. But the question is, are you going to give it to a kid that can't even think can buy alcohol yet? I don't even know how old he is yet. He's very young, <laughs> but it's a difference Let in the team. Yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you this. So. I understand your point. I understand where you're going with this. But at the end of the day, as a veteran, you're looking in that locker room and you're saying, dude, he was one pass away from being a Super Bowl MVP. True. He mm. was one pass mm. away to Emmanuel Sanders. If that ball is caught, they win that game and he slays the giant. And now he is the man. How are, how do you fall from grace that fast in this game? I know it stands for not for long, the NFL does, but Jimmy G was someone that everybody was looking at. He was somebody that everyone thought was going to be the man. How in the hell has he fallen that far? And you he know, doesn't, I he get doesn't you. look like he's punch drunk. He don't look like he's punch drunk. Like I you hear said, you. He's, he's, I hear you hard. I hear you hard, but as you as a former professional athlete, you know, man, it's a thin line how quickly and things can go. It's just the wrong situation. I mean, it's just one of those things. You know, Bartman in Chicago, if he would just stay with his earphones on, <laughs> earphones on and not decide to reach for that foul ball, he wouldn't have to move his ass out of Chicago or go and hiding. It's just one of those thin lines that happen. I'm look, Jimmy's probably gonna start. I mean, because if you get Bosa back. You know, and and honestly, the receivers didn't do either quarterback that many favors yesterday either. Where I mean, right, the interceptions. Right. I mean, come on, Debo. Like you got a lot of run in the last couple of years, man. I'm all about these guys that can consistent how they go. Because fan in the fantasy football world we live in has a tendency to gas a lot of these dudes up that put up numbers one year in the family. Oh man, he's a, he dropped two crucial passes yesterday. I'm just telling you, Jimmy probably will start week one, but I'm telling you, man, we're seeing Trey some point of this season, and it's gonna come. And it ain't gonna be after they eliminated from the playoffs, in my belief. The kid looks like he's just taking steps in maturity already, but I think that Kyle Shanahan, because he's put himself in a corner, I think he will basically have to start Jimmy, but there's somebody's going to have to have a talk with Jimmy. Like, look, man, I know they gave up a lot for this kid, but you are a guy right now. We need to step – We we you know, keep his ass on the bench then. Come and play because Jimmy just going out there just like, you know. I mean, this is a guy that was spitting at porn stars, man. He had enough confidence to go out and date porn stars, and now this guy just taking a feel like, yeah, man, whatever, man. He, he, his body language, I'm big on body language, hard. That's horrible. Horrible. Me too. Oh, man. Yeah. 
me and you agree on one thing, and that is that right there. I'm, I am big on body yeah, language. Yeah, man, too. it tells a lot. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crime. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you visit their website at hazelskyonline.com. Um, look, man, um, that's just the way that – I mean, that's just the way that I see it with Jimmy. I think he'll start week one, but let me tell you something. And this is a memo for all you fans out there in the NFC West to an NFC. Kyle Shanahan and Trey's going to be a problem for people for years to come. I don't know about this season, but they're going to be a problem for people. When you give that guy a quarterback like that, um, you know, I know the DNA and, 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 and what his daddy's about. And his daddy's blood runs into Kyle pretty deep. I mean, you know, there was a reason why RG3 looked so promising before he hurt his, uh, his knee on that jacked-up field up in FedEx years ago. Kyle is the real deal, man. Um, but no, I Long think Trey, Yeah. Oh, okay. Longhorn, yeah. by the way. All right. That's so fine. You know, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, we can get yeah. him in. You can get him in when you can. That's fine. Yeah, just let you but, know. Just but, let you know. Um, you know, Jonas told me the brace, like, well, you know, and, and Sam told me this the other day, a week ago, like, hey, Kyle, I've seen a lot of preseason quarterback come out. Look, man, I'm 44, man. I've been watching football since seven. And not only that, I've been a Denver fan for the last five, six years. So I've seen quarterbacks at a bust. There are I don't care if they're playing against the second team or the third team. They're at this level. There's quarterbacks that step on the field that you just know whether they're going against the second or third team. They've got that it. The Jets. I believe they've got one in Zach. Zach has been under the radar, but Zach, he his command and what he's doing. I think they got. Does that mean that they're going to go win a bunch of games? No, he still needs help. Jets is still, in, but there's certain guys in this because keep in mind. We just can't walk over this like it's nothing when in April we're talking about five possible quarterbacks going in the first 10 picks, 16. There has to be a reason for that. I mean, and I'm just telling you from this because Zach, Trey, I'm, I still, even though I would have took Justin, I'm still going to wait, but I'll tell you this. And Mac, I think it's because where Mac went is a perfect situation for him. But Zach Wilson and Trey, I think those are two guys that we're going to look at that you could have dumped them anywhere, and they were going to be ready to ball eventually. I'm not saying this is the 83 class, okay, quarterback class, because we know what that class is. Yeah, let's don't about. do that. I'm not yeah, saying that was that 83. That. Hell, Marino, Elway, nothing like that. Maybe uh, 04 class. I'm not going to say that in the 04 class. Isn't that the one? Uh, ben, Phillip Rivers, Eli Manning. Uh, that 04 class, nasty too. All I'm telling you, man, is that I got a gut feeling that this quarterback class, and it goes to my next point that I reason why I have Urban Meyer on the docket. The Jags played tonight the Saints. Okay, we got Saints. We got we got Saints fans checking all the way, checking all in. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. You must, <laughs> Nolan, you must got you might. It might just be BYU. You might got money on a future bet for Taysom with the starting job. You, so, but I they play tonight. And Urban did an interview with SI.com, and he said, never before, and this is the reason why I came out now, 
Never before that the college game has been connected with the NFL game more than now ever. From the play calling, from the quarterback, and I think that has to contribute why these guys are popping off at the screen at me because I've seen the Paxton Lynches that are crying on the sideline because it's just so overwhelming for them. You know, the guys that – these couple of these dudes, through, they have really impressed me through a few preseason games that it's like, hey, I don't care if they're playing second or third string. These guys popped out like that. And I'm just telling you – Kyle Shanahan, and keep in mind, you're dealing with two guys in Paxton, uh, excuse me, um, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan that from day one they got like eight-year deals. They got enough leeway to where they send this thing out. But that tandem together, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem. Probably need to get some better receivers for them. I like Samuel, but he's he's coming off with the shaky boot. It's preseason, but it might need some better receivers. But these young guns look pretty good, man. They're jumping yeah, he's definitely going to need some receivers in there. And I, and I hear what you're saying, but like everybody else has said, and what I'm going to continue to say, we we can't go preseason and say one side, oh, uh, they looks terrible, and then on the other side, everybody looks great when they're going against second and third teamers. Because oh, he's gone against the second team, he should look good. You know, there, there's so many different elements that are going to play in it because people are going to start scheming against Trey Lance. Let's not forget Trey Lance didn't even play but one game last year. True. One. True. One game, and even before that, he wasn't a kid that was highly recruited. He wasn't all, and he went to North Dakota State. Now, we can look at what Carson Wentz is. Oh, he was about to be an MVP. Now he's hearing people talk from the top of the stadium. That's how big his ears are right but now. But why is that, RJ? But why is that? Because his health, right? Because he got hurt. Yeah, because he got hurt. But I'm saying his mental is different. His mental. He didn't play in a big conference where he was up against it every single week. I'll give you that. So, so when when Trey Lance, who I'm a fan of, don't get it twisted what I'm saying, he's still going to have to go out there and show it when teams are scheming for him. He's not going to be able to run around. He's not going to be able to execute all these things right away because the speed of the game I, changes from start to finish. No. It's just like you with your, your guy Drew Locke. He's a risk taker, right? He's gonna go out there and he's he's the gambler. But now people are saying, ooh, don't Teddy Teddy Two Gloves is out there doing his thing, and Locke may have to sit back for a little bit and regroup to make sure that he's going to be the guy. I just don't want to see people try to rush to make a decision on players as quarterbacks. There's a few that can play right away, and which is why I still believe this hogwash that that uh Urban Meyer's talking about. You cannot tell me that Trevor Lawrence is not better than Gardner Minshew. I don't care how many games Gardner Minshew played. Hmm. Trevor well, Lawrence is the guy. Okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah, let me tell you, speaking of, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, he, he, threw a, he threw a body blow, a stomach. He took one of them shots this weekend on Drew that Pacquiao took. But, I, but I, I'll get into that. I get what y'all saying, man. I get what y'all saying. But the court, but on the other hand, we want people to like leave. Zach, though. I, I do like Zach, though. I do Got like that Zach moxie, man. Got that yeah, moxie yeah. to him, too. You know? Yeah, I oh. like him a lot. All right, well, we'll see how it goes. And he went against the first team and did that. You know, he went against the first team and did that. All right. All right. Seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the sports crime broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Your next career move could be your best. Verizon Retail is where people learn, grow, and succeed. We offer the potential to earn up to fifty thousand dollars annually. 
and amazing benefits that start on day one. Get perks including half off your wireless phone plan, up to $8,000 per year in tuition assistance, and a 401k match to help you reach your goals. Pursue your ambitions today. Learn more and apply at verizon.com forward slash retail careers.